This show is brought to you by Drift Outfitters in Toronto at 199 Queen Street East. Drift is remaining open during these difficult times, but with a new way of getting you your fly fishing goods without allowing customers into the shop. Visit them online at driftoutfitters.com to order products and take advantage of free shipping across Canada on orders over 100 bucks. Why not help them out during this difficult time for small businesses? Give them a shout out on Instagram. Got a great photo to share? Tag at Drift Outfitters. Also, you can tag your fly tying picks with hashtag self-isolation to show your friends and your followers how you're spending your downtime. Giving Drift more exposure and love right now is one way we can help keep them going. These are tough times, and we must find a way to continue supporting our community store. Visit driftoutfitters.com for more information. Hello and, uh, hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It's June 14th. It's uh, 2020. <laughs> it's still a COVID world, so we're on Zoom. Uh, my name is Mitch. We've got Aldo. Hello. We've got Yelma. Hello. We've got a very good friend of ours uh, and uh, one heck of a photographer and, uh, and, a, and I guess a relatively new fly angler um, who's been hey. fishing like crazy the last few years. We've got Joel Clifton on the show. Joel, how's it going? It's good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, man. You're out west now. We're out east. Yeah. So far Miss apart. You. Miss you too, man. Where are you calling from? Uh, from Squamish. Which is like an hour north of Vancouver. Okay, right on. Yeah. So you it's left in- you left us uh what how long have you been out west now? Uh my partner Jen and I came out here in November. Uh, we got out here at the end of November. Which uh tail end of salmon season so i got here to see like all of the the salmon that had spawned out and died were kind of still kicking around and um all the eagles were still here like cool on the remains so it was like a pretty interesting time to arrive i sort of like missed the what you would call salmon season mm-hmm. um but i mean like the first fish i caught here was like a spawned out uh, chum that like I accidentally foul hooked while I was you know just casting blindly um I thought I had bottom and then this like big chum came up and was, oh, <laughs> Jesus yeah man <laughs> that doesn't count that's not <laughs> that's pretty crazy man well we've been following around with your fishing journeys out west and it looks awesome so we're gonna we're gonna chat about some of those today um yeah. but I guess just to start like Joel how do we we met you like we met you a couple of years. Well, I mean, although you, you had some connection through Joel too, and we kind of knew each other sort of like, how did we get together in the first place? So we did that. Um, we did that thing at the Filson store, about mm-hmm. a year ago, but a year ago, I guess mm-hmm. so. Yeah. 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 About a year ago. Um, cause I remember we did with trip, trip, trip and Alex, remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know Joel's partner, Jen from university. And she walks in with Joel, and I'm like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and like, "Well, we're inter- kind of interested in getting into fly fishing." And I'm yeah. like, "And I'm like, Joel is—he's a photographer, the outdoor photographer, yeah. like shoots a lot of stuff. He—he's looking to get into it because you guys are really outdoorsy. Like, Joel, you like you camp, you mountain bike, you climb. You're a big climber, right?" Uh, I, I have a very like finicky relationship with climbing, like. <laughs> I'm either all, all or nothing with climbing. Um, so right now I wouldn't say I'm a climber, but in the past I've been pretty into it. Yeah. 
um, I'll probably get back Correct. to it someday, especially like where, where I live now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm having a lot of more fun fishing and riding my mountain bike these days than rock climbing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do quite a bit of outdoorsy stuff, which kind of like was the reason we moved out here. Mm-hmm. Part of it anyways. Oh, you picked a good place from what we could see. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> it's great so far. We're, we're super happy here. Yeah, man. So yeah, then Joel picked our brain a bit and then left for his left for an adventure up into the Yukon. Yeah. With a fly rod. Yeah. And that was the first time he was casting a fly rod was to grayling in the Arctic. Yeah. It's <laughs> a pretty good first cast. Yeah, I met you guys. Yeah. Well, because you and I kept trying to hook up, I was gonna hire you. We were gonna hire you, mm-hmm. Aldo, I think, to take us out in like show, oh, right. show the ropes. Days, but the, the grand wasn't really working and at the time of year and we were all kind of busy and scattered and I think we made like two plans and they fell through for various reasons or yeah, kept getting blown out out of the water yeah what's that we kept getting like the oh. rivers kept being blown out yeah 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 um so kind of but you guys are all super helpful like i i think i sent probably a million text messages to you <laughs> <laughs> what line do i need what reels should i get yeah you're yeah what was it like that first trip like when you're like just trying to navigate fly fishing for the first time but you just happened to be in the northwest territories fishing yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty great like um my so, friend my good friend ben and i drove out um so we we had lots of time we'd like you know pull 10 hour drive day and get to a camp somewhere and we'd always try and camp on a lake or a river somewhere so you know i just like practiced casting nightly and hope that like a bass would take my fly or something which never happened um and uh yeah i bumped into well sorry i didn't bump into i arranged to meet with the fly shop owner in whitehorse when i got to the yukon because there's only one fly shop there and he's by appointment only i think he's a paramedic also a guide and he runs like a little fly shop there yeah crazy like a cool little trailer that kind of like moves around seasonally uh but he seemed to be pretty well stocked uh and so i met with him for an hour or so and he like hooked me up with um some like wire bite for pike and um he you know he welded a loop onto the end of my line so that i could change leaders i had like no idea what i was doing (laughs) yeah Uh, he's like uh i don't know he you know put together a little package of flies and gave me a little bit of information about grayling that time of year and um sent me on my merry way um and yeah it was kind of just uh trial and error from then on out which was fun you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i uh tried to interrupt you but it didn't work i was just saying you're a sink or swim guy and you've been swimming ever since you know what i mean like (laughs) i feel like that you're that kind of guy it's like oh yeah here i'm like okay i'll figure it out well, you guys definitely helped out a ton and like the the fun shoots we've done and those trips, like it's kind of like an invaluable experience learning from professional guides and getting to hang out and just kind of see what everybody's doing and are you wait, wait is that specifically to do you just call us professional guides? Or all, <laughs> I don't know about that. Guys are professional guys. no, but I mean just the fantastic folks that I got to meet through doing trips with you guys. We've had some fun know, times. All the cool places we've been and yeah. everything's been kind, sharing knowledge and, you know, just kind of soaking things up here and there. Yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube as well. YouTube is such a good place to learn how to get into fly fishing. My God. Yeah. 
What was your first grayling? Like, do you remember that first grayling you caught? Like up up and up north? Grayling are so cool, man. I need to catch a grayling. I remember the first grayling, but um the one that I remember the most was the first one on the dry fly. And that was like Oh yeah. My friend and I were walking this river and I just hooked up um like a little tiny I think it was a Dolly Varden. Um little tiny guy. And then um he kind of like waved me over from further uh, up river where he was and he had spotted this big grayling. That was the cool thing about those grayling was, you know, you're sight fishing those guys as well. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. But um, it was a big one in maybe two feet of water under a oh, branch. Man. And he kept, he was uh, fishing gear and tossing little tiny spoons like Meps at it. And yeah. uh, it wanted nothing to do with him. I mean, <laughs> He called me over and was like, it's eating things on the top. Like you should take a turn and see if you can get it. And uh, yeah, I remember it was like this like little Royal coach when I bought it at a gas station in the Yukon and he took it and it was great. That's so good. <laughs> it was super fun. It was like, I think I just fly fished for the first time. Guys. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> I just did it. Was that your first fish that. on the fly rod? On a dry no. fly too. Oh, no, okay. the first one was like a, a little pike actually in Manitoba. Okay, yeah, yeah, right on, right on. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, oh, too. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. yeah, I can't go wrong with that. I like how the Yukon sells uh, Royal Coachman flies and gas stations. <laughs> I was going to say, gas station flies. That's not yeah, awesome. Yeah, like, like, I don't tie flies. I'm not, by any means, like, an expert, obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was, like, a little package and just said, like, Royal Coachman exclamation. Oh, gotcha, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I think it was a Royal Coachman. Yeah, that's so good, though. Dry flies in a gas station. I can dig that. Yeah, exactly. Something out of Montana. Yeah. yeah what's cool. crazy is you drove, and then you drove from there to come meet us in Indiana. Well, I drove from there to Vancouver. Oh, okay. Island where I picked Jen up. Right. She just like did the trail out on the island, and then she and I drove to meet you guys in Indiana. Right. Yeah. And stopped over in Montana to fish with Chloe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That's> right, <laughs> this is in your first year of fly fishing, within your first great, month like, here in Montana. Such great <laughs> people and learn from awesome people just sort of through you guys in so many ways. And just like that. Montana. Three or four times, I think, I've gotten to hang out and fish with Chloe, which is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And then Tulum. And then Tulum. That's, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's no. awesome, man. And then Texas. And so Texas. in your first year, you caught Greenling in the Northwest Territories. Yeah. Caught uh, trout in Montana. Yeah. Bonefish in Mexico. Bass Redfish. In Indiana. <laughs> yep. Bass bass in Indiana and, of course, Southern Ontario. Redfish yeah. in Texas. And Redfish in Texas. That's and trout out And trout and steelhead out west. Yeah. In one year. Yeah, it like it, <laughs> just like uh, yeah. That's more than most people do in their lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I had um, a moment the other day that you know I was kind of missing fishing, and uh, it was in the middle of sort of the the depths of the the, the, the most severe restrictions we had out here in BC, I guess. And mm-hmm. I was sitting around, and uh, I was just like, oh, like that's been a year since I you know first started casting that fly rod, and it's been a great year, and. <laughs> like yeah. so much has happened and so many fun memories were made this year around fly fishing it's mm-hmm. been pretty special yeah man yeah. so thank you guys again oh come on man oh come on man thank thank you man come on <laughs> thank you oh, co- oh come on man yeah joel you make take us, beautiful pictures make us look better 
Oh yeah, yeah, like exactly. Like your pictures are amazing. Like everybody check them out on SoFly.ca and of course on Joel's site and his Instagram. Uh, we'll put that stuff in the show notes. Check it out because his photography is amazing. I mean, that's that's the other thing. You're amazing at capturing uh, all these fishing moments. So it's been awesome to have you around. And like I said, we gotta do we gotta do some more trips together. But this whole COVID thing kind of threw a wrench oh. in that. Yeah, we will. I think there's some some things in the pipelines. yeah. There are some things. Absolutely. If we're allowed. Yeah. So okay, so you grew up, you you know, you've you've you fished mm-hmm. Southern Ontario, you're just starting to get into it, and then you realize that I want to move out west. What what why why the move out west? Well, I mean, the West has always been sort of something on my mind that you know, I always felt like I kind of would end up here eventually, mm-hmm. or you know, at least for a large period of my life. Like I love the West Coast, but Ontario also I absolutely love Ontario. Um I was just kind of burnt out of Toronto, that's for sure. Yeah. Um uh, it's a wonderful city. I just I needed a little, some time from it, and mm-hmm. my partner was on the same page. We actually meant to move out here the year before, so I guess it's good that we did, and otherwise we maybe never would have met. Yeah. Um, hmm. um, why the West? I mean, for Jen's work and my work, uh, we both work freelance, and so me being in photography and her being in film, like it's really Toronto or Vancouver within Canada for her work anyways. Um, or we could really roll the dice and go out to the East Coast, which, you know, I think we both love the idea of, but are not quite adventurous enough to make that move yet. <laughs> um, but maybe someday we'll, we'll spend some time in the East Coast. I don't know. Um, but yeah, here we are and working away and loving life here so far. Nice. Maybe you some bull trout and things like that too. Yeah, I've been getting into some bull trout, uh, which are a ton of fun. Um, I do a lot of fishing out here by myself. Yeah. Um, I don't really know too many folks. I have one friend in Vancouver who's really great, and I get to fish with every once in a while. Uh, but I'd mm-hmm. say like 80% of the time I fish is by myself. So I guess like um, when I get to fish with other people, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, trying to remember like... The highlight, I, I mean, other than the first actual bull trout I caught here, which is like really exciting because there's a lot of days where you don't catch any fish uh, and it feels kind of like futile, uh, you know, you, you know, um, but it's like, you know, the first 15 to 20 times that I went fishing, yeah. literally nothing happened. And I was like, I am doing this all wrong or yeah. this is the wrong time of year. Um and then something just clicked and I started catching fish and it might've been seasonally. Um, I don't know what it was, water levels, but once it started, I just kind of kept having good days with bull trout and it started to click. Um, I almost realized that I kept catching them in places that I would catch bass. Okay. So I started looking at it like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we were, we were on the board, we were catching bull trout and, and some like that, that that's bull trout. Yeah. yeah. You know, east of here, like towards the border, um, they get really, really big. Yeah. Um, but here I think like twenty, like low twenties to twenty-five inches is like a really big bull trout for out here. And mm. we were definitely into those. Um, that's awesome. Is, yeah, super fun. What is it like fishing for bull trout? Like, what are you using? Like big streamers or you yeah, like, again, it's seasonally, I think, like, depending on where in the river we are, I've been told, um, 
you know, it, there's a spot up higher on the Squamish River that's sort of infamous as like, this is a huge salmon spawning bed. So just below that, if the water's kind of coming up or I'm still kind of figuring it out, but uh, when you get a big push of water, it like loosens up the gravel and then kicks up flesh and eggs. Uh, so in that time, you know, you'd want to be fishing beads. Um, but I, I just didn't really find fishing beads to be super appealing to me. Um, so I've just been sticking with different streamers uh, and I've been having luck on like big, big streamers articulated. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're actually called, but they're kind of like the Kelly Gallup, like articulated ones are like four yeah. inches long or so. Yeah. Um, and like heavy sink tips. So that was a definitely a challenge, like learning how to cast really big flies and heavy sink tips. Yeah. Um, but then once it started to click and I like learned kind of, I feel like I'm like trying to dredge the bottom a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And then once that clicked, I was like, okay, now I'm catching fish. You mm. know? Are you on your two-hander or? Uh, I, it depends. Like it, there's two main rivers that I'm fishing the majority of the time. They're kind of close and easily accessible. The Squamish is a bigger river. So whenever I'm there, I'm using the two-hand rod. And mm. then I'm on the Chekmus River, which is a tributary uh, of the Squamish. So it comes in like maybe eight or 10 kilometers from the ocean on the Squamish. Uh, you can get onto the Chekmus and then I use my single hand because it's a little bit tighter. Um, yeah, you can you, you can do both really anywhere cool. you want. Yeah. yeah. The two-hander is a lot of fun though. <laughs> I use that one whenever I can. Yeah. Unless it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous to be using it. <laughs> yeah. one in the fall i think it's i think it's that time yeah it's a ton of fun yeah you almost finally taking the plunge getting a spay rod yeah yeah good call yama it's gonna be fun it's a good call yeah, it's a ton of fun to like have not that fly fishing isn't already challenging enough um but just kind of like another skill to have is kind of cool and like more things to kind of look into and think about when yeah it's fun Totally. And it also casts those big flies a lot better. Yes. Mm. Yes, absolutely. That was my biggest learning curve. Um, but which the curve is the curve isn't flat to say. Uh, Oh, look at this joke (laughs) over here. (laughs) Sending sending big flies. Jesus. Um, I just need to do like a couple times and then eventually it sort of starts to click. Usually it's Either Aldo yelling at me and Mitch laughing, and then it clicks, and then it's all good. <laughs> I yell. Yeah, it's a good yell. When I, I say Aldo yell, that's a good thing, man. I, he's like, he's watching. He'll say, "Okay, this is what you're doing wrong," and then eventually it'll click. But I just need like three, and that's just with the big guys, you know what I mean? Constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Aldo was in the back of the drift boat, actually in Indiana, and I was like trying to cast it, like giant woolly bugger that I never tried to cast before. He's like, it's like. It's like you're answering a phone and then giving it to somebody. Yeah. Stop, yeah. stop winging it back and forth. This is a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's good to see though, Joel. You've had such a great, like, friggin' good entry into the fly fishing world because it's. I mean, it's fun for us to see people get into fly fishing, especially friends, and and you know get to do all this stuff. Um, but as we touched on earlier, you're an amazing photographer, and I'm kind of curious to know what you think about. Well, first of all, how would you classify your photography? Like, what kind of photographer are you? Uh, kind of like outdoor lifestyle, uh, editorial, mostly. Yeah. Uh, I really like to tell stories in photography. Mm-hmm. Um, 
more than you know trying to capture a single image which i think which i think is sort of like definitely detrimental to um parts of my photography career but then also you know helps with stuff like you know you and i mm -hmm. get to get together and go and you know focus on telling a story over a week it's not really so much about you know four or five single images that yeah. will it be somebody it's more of like a vibe and a collection yeah that makes, mm -hmm. sense. makes total sense yeah, yeah. 100 like the work in texas was 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 a narrative basically yeah. Yeah. i that's the way i looked at your your work in texas I well, told the story of that trip so well. Captured it all like a film might, right? And I think when you look back to back, and I feel like that's maybe over the last, I don't know, five, 10 years, like fly fishing photography has always been a thing, but like obviously with the advent of social, it's a huge thing yeah. now, right? Like we are always looking at fly fishing photographs. Um, so it's cool. It's that it's cool that you talk about it being a story because it, it totally like for us, the way we try to think about our fly fishing is it's, we are telling a story. It's not just about like, here's a nice fish. So I guess, yeah. yeah, what do you, what do you think it takes to have, like, what, what is a good fly fishing photograph? Like, what do you need to have, to have a great fly fishing photograph? It's a wonderful oh, question. I mean, I love, like you say, it's a set of photographs. Maybe it's not just one, but like, there's the, we all know those images that really get us going, right? When we see a picture, yeah. you know, for me, sometimes it's not even a fish. It's just like the river and like a cabin. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, well, oh, I know that feeling, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah, like, I don't know if, like, I don't, trying to think, like, racking my brain about what I could give as, as an example of a great fly fishing photo. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not so sure, but I can think of collections of images, mm -hmm. you know, like, I can think of certain um, photographers who do similar, like, storytelling projects, and, you know, I just love the way they, they insert these little moments, and then that single photo like if you looked at it by itself you're like oh it's just like the tail of a fish yeah. but the way that they're you know sort of like bookended by other images makes that one photo so special mm -hmm. um i don't know like no i think it's a great answer because it makes you feel yeah you know, whether it's like you get a texture in the photo that you know it makes you want to touch it like mm -hmm. i think that's a great photo mm -hmm. um or or if it's like maybe just a very small part of a fish but the, it's not really the focus of the image the image is more like your friend down the river that's like so excited for you or even yeah. like you know you can see something else happening in the image that tells that story a little bit mm -hmm. um that being said like i have seen some like beautiful photos of of anglers holding fish for, for cameras sure. and like that can be done really well and tastefully as well. For sure. Um, Absolutely. But I think, you know, just trying to find a unique way to do that, uh, which is also super challenging because we don't want to keep the fish out of the water. And yeah. we, we don't get many chances with each fish to nail that photo. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. It's not really like... There you don't are, get to plan your lighting. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of variables and I think luck and mm -hmm. uh, for, foresight, you know, thinking like, okay, well... Experience. If, yeah, like if Yelman's over there and he's going to catch a fish, like just kind of being in the right place at the right time to know like how he might be fighting that fish, where you're going to want to be. Yeah. And then when you land that fish, which side of them you want to stand on. And yeah. Those, those are things. I mean, it's funny because it's like fly, if photography really has been a part of fishing for so long because we all know those pictures from like the 80s with, you know, the guy with the cigarette hanging in his mouth and the hat yeah. kind of barely on his head and he's got that plaid shirt, you know, and he's holding yeah. a bass on an angle and he looks really sad. <laughs> yeah, man. I know we all have, we've taken those pictures too. Like I'm in a bunch or just of those. like the picture oh, yeah. of like, just like the, 
tens and hundreds of trout that are now yes. on a lawn <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing the evolution of photography and fly fishing and that that kind of relationship between the two. Because like you say, yeah. catch and release, it's great memory. Like instead of taxidermying a fish, you have a photo of it, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's a great, I, don't, I, I love photography of fly fishing. So it's cool. I love how you talk about storytelling though. That's totally a good way to look at it. Absolutely. Yeah. And a perfect example of that, Joel, if I, if I may, is that photo that you took of the sunset. Um, and that sign in front of the river, we posted it, and it was for um, sunset. Where is it? Sunset or sunrise in Texas? I, oh, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And we posted that. I all those sent me all the photos, and I love your all every single one of your photos. I mean, but it's subjective, right? But that to me spoke spoke in it, it spoke to me in a different way. That's like I'm getting ready or. You know, it's yeah. it's time for something. It's an entry to you know what we're going to be doing, what we did for the day, and then it just had totally. such a yeah, it had such a feeling. It just gravitated straight towards, it. and I used it for our. Um, I think it was uh, Texas. I think it was yeah. Yeah. the coming soon. Coming episode. soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm super interested to hear you say that because you weren't there, and often I will I worry with photos like that because that is in no way like a technically. Mm. Um, successful photo you know like i think the sign is maybe a little out of focus and like the highlights were maybe more bright than they should have been but it it did also make me feel something looking at it mm-hmm. and i was like you know maybe this is just me being sentimentally connected to that moment right uh, but to hear you you had no sentimental connection to that photo yeah. you know so i think like it's really cool to hear you say that because it means that you know it was successful in that like communication of emotion yeah absolutely for someone who wasn't there that's, that's really well that's that's just it right like can anybody for people listening like we might have people that are just like picking up a camera for the first time can they go and take like an amazing photograph fly fishing photograph oh my god yeah 100%. and it's just like sometimes it's maybe by accident right yeah 100 um i think it's like so much more about what you point the camera at and like the personality and the person right the camera than, yeah 100 like, percent like having yeah. a thousand dollar camera you could take really boring photos with a ten thousand dollar camera yeah mm-hmm. it's not gonna do anything for anybody but you know, sometimes you, can just, you get lucky mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you weird. <laughs> yeah did you find a particular because you i mean you did join us on a lot of trips did you find a, a particular shoot more difficult than another one because like you've now shot from like the riverbank a drift boat a yeah. flats boat yeah, yeah yeah every situation really the, yeah like beach you know like the beach a forest you know you've <laughs> you've kind of literally did it all in one year <laughs> yeah uh, the drift boat was challenging the drift boat was definitely i think the most challenging because i like i don't know i can't speak for pardon me other photographers but i like to be able to like roam around and, and you know try different angles on things mm-hmm. you know um if something isn't working, then I can run around to the other side of you. Uh, I've generally kind of like jogging when I'm shooting or when I'm like in the zone shooting anyway, like I'm moving around really quickly. But in, this, in a drift boat, that's really, you can't really do that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm in the bow or I'm in the stern. Um, so that presents its own set of challenges, which is also kind of fun to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I found it challenging because we were far apart from each other. Um, yeah. You know, like, there would be action happening over there and then action on our boat. And I think by the end of it, we had um, kind of like sat down and talked at the end of one of the days and we kind of made a plan to 
stay in touch a little better and like yeah. help each other out in terms of capturing some stuff, which definitely helped. Um, but yeah, the drift boat was definitely the most challenging. Did you I find was just hot as fuck? Was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hot and sandy. It's so hot! Oh my god! <laughs> and like worried about. Uh, drenching cameras under waves oh, god yeah that's like true india housing and out of a housing and into a waterproof backpack and then we'd like cross the waves like swimming with our gear and then yeah. up on the bar and then take cameras like out of backpacks and just be yeah, mexico was gnarly <laughs> water with cameras out of housings you know it was like it was an adventure for sure god um, some of those pictures though man like that one of um is it Elmer or aldo just in the surf casting and they're like a wave breaking over them I can't imagine. I can't imagine uh, you were what you were doing to get that picture. He, he was he was swimming. He was like he was surfing. <laughs> yeah, he was body surfing with a camera. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right, that was really cool. That would have been a good behind the scenes photo to get you getting tossed by the surf, and me and us trying to like. <laughs> yes. Well, I got that. Uh, I got that waterproof bag. Yeah. That uh, that fish pond pack, which is fantastic. But when there's nothing in it and you're in the water, like up to your chest, it's basically just like a floaty on your back. So every <laughs> wave that would come by would lift me up out of the water and toss me. It was pretty fun. Yeah, man. Did you find in um, in Indiana, like when you were when we were separated, did that inspire any other kind of like um, creativity in terms of like, well, I'm so far away. What can I capture? Like, did yeah. you come up with ideas based on that? Yeah, I mean, we definitely like took the opportunity i think to you know we had um uh, we had, you guys had that beer sponsor um so we yeah had, uh, beer brewery beer uh, brewery yeah. yeah yeah so we shot some content for them in the, those moments and yeah i took way too many photos i was really fascinated by all of the uh streamers i guess that uh that one day that i think they were yours although there's a whole bunch of crayfish and streamers and they were on uh patches on the outside of your bag oh yeah 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 like I shared maybe four or five of them with you guys, but I took so many photos. <laughs> Aldo, like, can you pass me a fly again? Aldo, again, pass me a fly, oh, yeah. please. Pass me a fly again. Like, no, not just hold it right there, please. Though. I was looking at some of those flies we got from Indiana. They're pretty cool. Like, they're, they're those guys tie weird flies. So yeah, they're again, super cool. They're just yeah. sort of like, weird in what way? Um. Well, they're real. I mean, I you know they fish for bass constantly. It's like the only right. thing they fish for, right? So, mm-hmm. like just to see how far they've come to marry like spin fishing des- lure design oh, and yeah. marry it with fly design, I thought was really interesting. Like they're right. they're putting you know they're tying their streamers on jig hooks, which of course we tie our nymphs on jig hooks. So it makes sense that if you're you know yeah. it makes sense you're tying crayfish, crayfish, yeah, you're fishing on the bottom. Yeah, you want yeah. you want the hook to go up right and if you have a jig hook it's definitely way easier to do that mm-hmm. um, yeah. so i thought that fly design was really interesting and and um hard to cast for sure because <laughs> some of them were heavy as hell but uh yeah it's just kind of interesting and uh yeah they're cool looking yeah i got i got, I got the obsession yeah absolutely kind of like i guess with bass there aren't too many restrictions in terms of what you can and can't do you know definitely not in indiana just limb lining limb lining was an interesting one joel you i think you had the best fish of the trip yeah i well i don't know i wasn't in the boat that day mitch caught everything in the river but that was also that's that's true (laughs) that was fun 
Except the muskie. Except the muskie, man. I saw some big muskie tanning like in that river, and I was I like, they holy wanted... crap. I know. They were... Yeah, like yeah, they five, were... man. Like giant 40-something-inch muskie. I was like, holy crap. Like big, oh, legit yeah. muskie. They were like, they're like, oh, we don't need to fish for those. Mitch and I are like, yeah, we definitely need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. Like, let's do this thing. Yeah. yeah was there funny. was a lot of fish in that river, right? Oh, that yeah. first, the first day? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many species we saw. Gar, pike, harp, drum, muskie. Bass. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Walleye. Yeah. 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 And what did you pull out, Mitch? You pulled out a walleye, bass, and a drum, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a rock bass. I think I caught more drum than bass that day, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah fun. But whatever. They're fun. Um, is there a particular fish you enjoyed shooting more more than others? Ooh. Like a subject? Yeah, because you what shot them favorite all now, subject? Yeah. I don't know if it was the fish, but I really enjoyed shooting in Texas because that environment mm -hmm. is so, so, so beautiful. It's a really, mm. really cool place to shoot. Yeah. Um, I like the vibe of Rockport. Um, I could have spent hours just walking around outside joe's house like mm. shooting birds flying around the neighborhood i could have done that and i forget what those trees were called but i feel like we all kind of talked about what are these really cool trees that lined all the roads yeah um, um yeah there's just so much beautiful stuff there to see um, oh, yeah and the light just kind of really was really yeah <laughs> get that trip yeah yeah absolutely um it was the first time like it's funny that like you know seeing so many so much magazine work of redfish but then actually going there and like just the fish does like yeah the fish's palette completely reflects its environment's palette like yeah. from the sunsets to the grass to the sand to the shape of it even. i don't know it just it just it was where it was like it was just an extension of yeah the world around it yeah it's a really beautiful fish yeah, yeah. I don't want to steal your secrets and give them away to all our listeners, but I'm curious to know if you had some tips for some newbies, you know, how to get some good fly fish photography in their, oh. in their, in their, I guess their tackle boxes, you know, some memories up on their walls. What would those tips be? Like what, what would, like I'm a new photographer. I'm going out to the river. Like what the hell am I supposed to do? Uh, straight because he is a new photographer. So I am. I don't know anything about photography really. Uh, I would say put the sun behind you. So yeah, first, that's I key. See a lot of photos like that. Um, put the sun behind. Sorry, behind the photo. Put the sun behind yourself as a photographer. Yeah. Um, as, as much as you can, uh, and then once you've kind of figured out why you're doing that and what effect that is having on the photos, then start to play with that um, and like trying different angles of the sun, but like start with it behind you. Um, I don't know. I think so much of it is subjective, um, but. Um, if you don't focus so much on the people holding the fish, mm -hmm. uh, I like, I really like photos that kind of, um, might be somewhat, uh, abstract almost like you could, yeah. I mean, other than the old, the old good old fashioned gripping grin, like there's always <laughs> the fish is the interesting thing, I think. So, um, show the fish in, in its environment. And I, I mean, yeah, those those would be my kind of number one tips are just yeah. like yeah. trying to stay away from the the grip and grin and put the sun behind you. Uh, if you can uh, use a shallow depth of field and focus on the fish, yeah, um, because you know that that'll instantly I think elevate your photo from um, something that looks like a snapshot to something that you kind of considered and thought about. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, also like, it's tough because it's a lot to think about when you're trying to keep the fish in the water quick, get yeah. the fish in the water quickly. But like, I mean, don't take photos of the fish laying on the ground. No. Like, just don't lay fish on the ground. Yeah, I don't know. I see a lot of that. Um, yeah, which you know, that just kind of makes me feel pretty bad. Yeah, like, like that's a you know like you know like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, like, and I hear you. Um, I don't know. Don't I've seen a whole bunch lately. Um, people just look like they're squeezing the fish. So oh, yeah, hard. yeah, I've like seen a lot of that. The one-handed trout crab, where they look yeah. like they're you're really squeezing that hard. Yeah. Squeezing a tube of dough. Yeah, yeah. Ease up. You're trying to get away. Clearly, <laughs> you're just squeezing the life out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would avoid that. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I see. That's what I like, though. I like that. I like that you're that kind of photographer because I think that there is the there is fly f- photography and fly fishing has gotten really big. Um, but then there's yeah. that camp of at what cost? Like, is it is it kind I'm, of annoying? Is it just like influencery shit? Is it uh, at the sake of the fish's life? I get. I like that you're considering that it's not a photo is not worth you know killing a fish because it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not right. It's not. Um, and it's not about the, you know, the likes and the, the, uh, the influencer stuff, like how big this fish is and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's about storytelling. And I like, I think those are really good tips to consider, you know, not just the grip and grins because it's yeah. fun to look at stuff. That's, you know, that's not just that. Yeah. But yeah, that would be probably the number one is, you know, don't sacrifice the fish for a good photo. Yeah. 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 And that, that just makes it more special when you capture a fish in a good, ang- at a good angle. Mm-hmm. And you didn't pull out of the water and wait too long for it. Yeah, yeah. That's it, the photos that was that just more that more special. Um, like a, can't even yeah. With the the new iPhones as well, and there's so many like cheap, um, sort of like point and shoot cameras that you can shoot underwater. Like mm-hmm. I would suggest anyone experiment with that as well. Like, yeah. But like the fish in the water is a beautiful photo as well. Like. You don't even have to lift it out of the water to take the photo. Well, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I get excited about, I think there's something to be said about like catching a fish and not getting it on picture, but like seeing the the fish through the expressions of the people. Like, you know what we got to do? We got to do a fishing trip one day where we don't take a single fish picture and we just capture everything around it. You know, like yeah, the moment yeah. after, like the moment before. The, everything everything about the about fish. The fish. Yeah, and just yeah. like, I make a film about that. You don't see a single fish. Just like people's faces like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like. Yeah, because, you know, like, that's it, man. It's like, I think those moments, like, I, I resonate with that stuff because I see that. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what that feels like. And that's off the time that stuff gets me excited, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. particularly with anglers, that would be a, yeah. a pretty successful. It'd be hard to sell to a lodge, you know? We're going to come take photos <laughs> of the fishing and not show fish, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe, Joe might go for it in Texas. Yeah, because yeah. we've, we've got so many pictures of fish down there when we were fishing. Oh, God. We got fish. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm beginning to, like, what am I trying to say here? I, I try to think of, like, when, like, our creative now, like, when we're, when we're shooting to more, like, mimic a day where, on the river where you, what is it like when you're alone? Like, yeah. what's the process like when you're fishing when you're alone? And it's like, I don't want to, like, describe the scene of fishing i just want to like kind of invoke that feeling of especially maybe now that it's like covid or whatever that you know like, yeah, yeah. what is it like to be on the river alone mm-hmm. and how we, can we tell that story like when i catch a fish 
the river alone. I don't stop and hold it out in front of the. Yeah. No, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you can, you can, you know, you net the fish a certain way. You look at, you de- I definitely look at the fish for sure. And I'm just like, whoa, especially like some of those wild, you know, browns or whatever. Not even just like, you're amazed. I'm always amazed that, th- that a fish exists almost, mm-hmm. especially like if when you pull it, like I was in Tomogamy this weekend. Yeah. And, um, um, I did a lot. We just, I fished from the boat once, but I was just fishing from the dock. Probably because I was like mainlining beers the whole time. But anyway, <laughs> um, but just first, like first, first, like I, I like just, I just flopped my fly into the water, yeah. and like a little hammer handle pike just shot out from under the dock and just yeah. hammered it. And I'm just like, whoa! I'm always constantly surprised that fish even exist in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Obviously, I'm not surprised it exists, but like it's always. Oh, yeah, like, I know what you mean. It's always like this little, like, like you go to the Credit River, you go to a river that, you know, it's not like when you see tail, bonefish tails or whatever, you look at the water and you're like, there's a 25 well, I know you're inch in brown here. in there. Like, I know you're in here, but I can't see you. No, especially. You know? And then when you catch it and you bring it to hand, you're like, I can't believe that. In a way, you're like, I can't believe that that was existing in there because yeah. you can't see it. Right. So then, like, I try to, I'm like, how do we tell that story through image or video? Like, I don't want, as opposed to like you know oh here's the yeah hold up here's the, the grip and grin moment like it's how do you all the, the little moments that led up to this like that's mm-hmm. Sort of mm-hmm. the end of the line of the the i guess the process you know yeah there's so many moments within that process i think that are important to each person and like i think they're all like maybe all of us have certain things that we enjoy more or less about the sport uh, personally and mm-hmm. that might be sort of an interesting thing to look into yeah. with uh, how you convey that in the future like, yeah. what does it mean to you but a little bit more deeply like less what does it mean to you and more like what are the things that matter to you and why and how and in what mm-hmm. order you yeah know, yeah mm-hmm. lead up to that fish in that hand mm-hmm. yeah i think the only time i actually like like is when you're with a buddy let's say there's no cameras like that's the only time when I'm all, when I'm going to take a fish out of a net and be like, Wah! you know, like, <laughs> cause I'm stoked or, or I'll be like, like I remember one fish that I caught in hurt when we were on the Attawapiskat and Mitch, Mitch was like, can I touch it? Yeah. <laughs> like he was just wanted to see it and, and look at it. He's like, can I release it? And like, because they're, they're like, it's, they're really interesting, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like I'll never not grip and grin for a photo because I don't think I physically can do it. Like when I catch a fish, I'm like, look at this thing. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like, I'm freaking will. out. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I what I love about photos is in the middle of winter I can look back on this thing and be like, that was sick. It's just a it's really a selfish thing, but um, you know, having this this memory book of all these encounters, I think, is photo, photography definitely has a place in fly fishing. Uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a grip and grin. I'm just oh no, I know, I know. <laughs> I was kind of knocking it before, <laughs> but I, I don't think I, oh yeah, man. I just, anytime I get a fish in my hands or in the net, I'm just like, somebody take a picture now. This thing is so cool. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. If there's no cameras, yeah, it's like the two yeah. or three of us like on our knees, like holding the fish in the net, in the water, just looking at Yeah, it. exactly. It's like, whoa. That's <laughs> hunched over. <laughs> and on that note, what was it like to catch your first West Coast steelhead? Yeah. <laughs> what was that in net? Oh, moment? yeah. What's yeah. that like? <laughs> That's that so was... sick. Like, you had a bull trout, a steelhead, a bonefish, uh, yeah. 
like you can yeah. get everything. Um, it was funny, like, it was one of maybe, I want to say, okay, so I, I was between employment, so I had a lot of time, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like high season for Steelhead, so I got out a lot, which I was pretty fortunate to do, and uh, I would say maybe like 15 or 20 days I got out in the season, um, and the one day that my friend happened to come with me was the day I found that fish. Um, it was really cool because I caught it in this spot that I kind of kept returning to, thinking like this is where I want to catch a fish. Like it was just such a perfect spot to catch a fish. Do you ever have? Does that? Oh yeah. Yep. All yeah. Like, Fishy water. Like this is where I want to be. Yeah. Um, and so I caught that fish there, and yeah, it was just kind of like it was perfect. It was pouring rain, maybe like. A little bit of snow it was very cold we were sort of like in the water out of the water taking turns because it was just like very cold day and it was sort of like that moment that i'm sure you've probably had it as well we like neither of you were sure you really want to say like should we just go because it's really cold but <laughs> we didn't say that yet yeah uh, i think we were both getting there and then yeah i mean hooked up with that fish and he was my friend was uh upstream and so he uh oh, sorry downstream and um i caught it and it jumped which bull trout don't do so immediately i was like oh okay something's happening yeah and uh he kind of came running and he's like I, i'm pretty sure it's a steelhead and i was like no it can't be it can't <laughs> be you know and uh he he netted it for me and yeah we brought him in um it was really beautiful it was kind of crazy like we caught it and he netted it and brought it over and then he was like can i take a picture and i said yeah that'd be awesome um and while we were kind of i was sitting down and i just had my rod and i was taking the fly out of his mouth it like jumped backwards out of the net back into the river (laughs) Uh, i plunged my arm blindly into the river and tailed it no way yeah and then net it again (laughs) and i'm holding it in the net and i put my hand on his belly and like lifted it up and we were laughing at how crazy what had just happened was yeah and the thing flopped and was gone again um just like wasn't it would not stop fighting and flipping and yeah Yeah. pretty cool (laughs) so cool really beautiful fish though we did have we did get to look at it and admire it in the net for a little while awesome man yeah i love that I love how I love how humble and so and just chill you are about these things, man. I yeah, he's fish, so I humble. He's like, yeah, yeah caught it, whatever, let it go. Yeah, <laughs> it's like such a great fish. Well, like it, it was really special to yeah. me, and like, um, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing to. I don't know. Like, I hear people talk a lot about steelhead, and I know that it's uh, in the fly fishing world. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a cult. Really, amazing thing to have happen to you because they're incredible fish like yeah. not just incredible fish they're like an incredible animal mm-hmm. right the, the traveling they do and the things they overcome to live their lives is pretty yeah. special so just like hold on to it for a second and see it go away healthily is is pretty great yeah. um and yeah here like uh, they're a little, they're, they're definitely fewer and further between at this part of British Columbia where I am than say like, uh, the, the, the Fetter river, um, because we don't have, uh, any stock steelhead here, which is cool. Like, yeah. uh, the Vetter has some, a lot of stock steelhead, I think 
Sorry, I'm kind of learning still about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super fun. <laughs> and yeah, that it was the it was really interesting, completely different take than the bull trout as well. It's just kind of like bull trout. I feel like they hit going, they like watch it go over their head and then spin around <laughs> and yeah. chase it. And then as soon as it kind of comes tight, they just smash it. <laughs> yeah. And they like go on the other way and they're just on really hard. But this was sort of like kind of like just like a slowly increasing pressure and then veering off. Oh wow. Which yeah. is why I thought I had like a like a stick or something on. Mm. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's a jumping fish and it's peeling mm. line out. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that you're there. Um I, spending a whole weekend at a Wapiska, that was the same feeling. Like, um, I would know when I got a wall, a 13, 32 inch walleye versus like a 40 inch. They just hit differently. They pulled differently. Yeah. It was getting, I got, I was like, oh, it's a walleye. And it was a walleye. Or it's a pike. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I love that. Different things. And like um, the head shake of that steelhead versus uh, yeah. bull trout. Yeah. Like, you just feel the difference. Like, uh, yeah. it was wild. So you guys have to come out here when you can. Yes. Oh, well, Aldo and I were thinking heading. about Aldo and I were thinking about a way we're just, you know, whether we were like, should it be a SoFly trip? We just go to Vancouver because I've never been out yeah. west, right? Like literally, just so you can not invite me. Is that what this is about? What are you talking about, you Mitch? <laughs> no, no, no. Mitch is invited too. Mitch and I have to like be careful, like how we take our vacations. Because we of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID, man. Yeah, we'll right, see. Like hey, man, if I get if I lose my job, I'm coming out there full time. So make room in your, in your place. <laughs> yeah, same. If I lose my job, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Well, we got a big couch and a guest bedroom, so we can sleep like five or six people. Here. Do a whole steelhead season? Oh, baby. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh, Joel, is that on your two hander or the single hander? Two hander. Oh, nice. Oh, so nice. Yeah. So fun. Come on. I love That's it. I don't know, like. It might be common knowledge to you guys, but I've kind of gotten into the habit of changing flies more frequently than I had before. Mm -hmm. I think I was maybe a little bit stubborn before uh, yeah. moving over here, and like I want to catch it on this fly, or like this is what I think is going to work because this is what the internet said will work. Yeah, and just going from like working through shades of color, um, and how crazy would be like I'll fish for half an hour on all the dark stuff and yeah. then switch to one bright and then first cast. Yeah. It's yeah. like a drought or, yeah. Um, which Smart. happened to me a number of times this year. Yeah. It's very, it's a good insight. Yeah. Learning the rivers, I guess. Like you really. Or it could just like mean nothing and like, <laughs> attributing meaning to it, but. Hey, if it I keeps it working. There's some logic into that. Sorry, Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I know exactly. I'm like, if it keeps working, keep on, keep on doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. I like that you learn learning the rivers, right? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, and that's the crazy thing. Also, is now we're in freshen. It's like the river is going to be completely different. Yeah. The one that comes down, which you know is super cool. I get to like start again and like learn where those pools are and yeah, what's going mm -hmm. on. Yeah. I can see it happening already. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to those photos. Um, Joel, have we ever Mitchie's fishies five? You? I don't think we have, eh? Because this is like really no, the first no, time you've been on the that. podcast. Yeah. Um, well, we're it's gonna do that. Water. We're gonna fishies five you. Please do. Uh, I was, I was walking around today. And I was like, I know I'm gonna get fishies five. <laughs> yeah. <but I'm> 
I'm not going to think about the answers until <laughs> you ask me. So. Awesome. Perfect, man. <laughs> Super stoked. Yeah. It's like, every listen, it's the same five questions we ask everybody on the show. Uh, we're going to ask Joel. And it starts right now. And it starts with this first question, which is, what is your favorite fish and why? My favorite fish. Yeah. I mean, like we've said too, like your first year, you caught like pretty much every fish. So it's like <laughs> you have a good, good breath to choose from now. I mean, redfish are really, really, really fun. Yeah. That was, uh, that's a ton of fun, but I still think, I think pike, I think pike nice. are my favorite fish to catch right now. Like it's been a while since I caught one. And so maybe there's some like, excuse me, maybe missing pike fishing is, um, yeah. Kind of getting in there on that, but I, I just, I love the way they hit. I love, yeah. you know, I love where you get to go fishing for pike. Yeah. Um, I was just like that tail splash you see, and then they <laughs> lunge and they come up out of the dark, and you can see oh, it. Yeah. Hit. yeah. And like you get them on, and you're like, oh, I kind of wanted to get off before it gets to the boat. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just exciting. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, super fun. But then but redfish are pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, man. Those, I mean, those are two great, great fish. Yeah. I'm with you on Pike. I know Pike, uh, when you, when they come out of the dark like that and you just see their head come up, oh man. <laughs> they're just... so fast underwater when you can yeah. see, like when I went up to, uh, El, was it Elk? Is it Elk Lake Lodge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elk Lake, yeah. Yeah, when I went up there, you, you're fishing in like six to 10 feet of water and the flies maybe down three feet or so. Yeah. And you just see them darting out of the bottom to come and get it it's kind of so uh, fun very exciting to see it is exciting i just love the types of flies you get to use totally yeah. like you, you use like a fly the size of your forearm Big and yeah. even like this and even this <laughs> and even the small fish yeah. are trying to eat it yeah it's, it's hilarious it is or that and i had a that ex- sort of experience the first time where it followed it but wouldn't take it so i, I came up to the boat and i had like basically just my leader out of the tip and i was sort of like figurating kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. it was following it and i was like this is terrifying (laughs) and so exciting i love it um okay number two if you could fish anywhere in the world right now assuming it's like Mm -hmm. the best time of year to go fishing there where would you go and why would you go there (sighs) wherever my friends are fishing i think that's (laughs) a good answer my friends yeah uh but if I could go anywhere, anywhere, Kamchatka, Russia. That's good. Just like the whole like, Ooh, I like the adventure of that sort of everything that would be involved in planning and undertaking a trip like that. And like, yeah. you know, flying in a Soviet helicopter and they're just like bears everywhere and very few people. Yeah. I read a book recently about that part of Russia and there's just like the forest is pretty unique there. It's not, yeah. you know, been touched by a lot of things. So this is like a unique place in the world, but you can also go and have an incredible fly fishing experience. There it would be pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, but that's a, that's a bucket list, like pipe dream thing, you know, pretty fun, man. I don't know. Like yeah. maybe in the next couple of years, we got to make that happen. That'd be uh, be pretty killer. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Mitch, you look like um, Emperor Palpatine. I know the light is hitting my face just right. Just, yes, yeah. you can only see your face and from your dark cave of <laughs> something. <laughs> that was me the last time we were all on Zoom. I yeah. had like a little window behind me with the slats. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> black. It can see. Yeah. Love it. Here's the forest, the dark side of the forest. 
Number three, my friend, uh, what yeah. is your best fishing memory or favorite oh. fishing memory? It's a hard one. Um, all time. <laughs> all time. I went bass fishing with my dad in a canoe. We went out to uh, Georgian Bay up to a lodge and we spent a couple of days and caught literally nothing. <laughs> and then he was kind of sick of it. And I was too. I was tired. Probably weren't catching any fish. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I have like this cousin who has property near McTeer, Ontario. And there's this little pond that we used to go to when we were kids. And um, we always caught lots of bass there. Maybe we should, you know, grab the canoe from uh, my friend's place and we'll go and ask my cousin if we can pop it in the water yeah. and so we spent the day just slamming a smallmouth back it was so much fun and yeah that was a pretty good day that sounds Lots awesome and little pike and uh <laughs> i just remember my dad wanted to uh use live frogs for bait and i kept like convincing him like no 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 like we have we brought Rubber frogs. Let's use the rubber frogs. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so many fish that day. Oh my oh god. god, that's so fun. Yeah, it was a good one. It's good memory, bass man. ponds. I love that, man. Bass bass days where you just catch tons of fish. It's tough to beat that yeah. in Ontario. Like, yeah, summer day. Yeah. Yeah. Summer days. Yeah, man. Lifting away. I love that. Great memory. It's about the lyrics, by the way, but oh, but those summer nights. I could. Are we gonna? No, 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 we're not gonna do it. Beautiful, beautiful singing voices. Um, number four. Why do you fly fish? Why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? Uh, I love the places that I get to go to fly fish. Yeah. Um, I like the challenge. I like having like uh, always something to learn with fly fishing for sure. Um, I meet incredible people through it. And it makes me feel really good. Like so there's the physical motion, yeah. like feels good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, can't really, can't really beat the places that I know. you get to go and, Yeah. So true, yeah. man. Fly fishing takes you to such good looking places. <sighs> yeah. And it also, takes you. Sorry, go ahead. It takes you to the best looking places in those places. Yeah. 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 And you have to pay attention so much to to everything. It's really neat. Yeah. I, I hear like, I've heard people say, you know, it's a really great place for me to go and think, you know, yeah. and I, I was kind of thinking about that the other day while I was fishing. I was like, how do people think about anything other than the fishing while they're fishing? Like there's so much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm, why I'm I, so I know I'm like, like, like my, I'm I can't think about anything else other than yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Exactly. Which is meditation in itself. Right. Except yes. state, baby. Right. 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 That is, you're right. Yeah. Except steel steelheading for me, because like I, I know what you guys are saying, but steelheading for me, anytime I'm like deep in thought about something else, you know, not something stressful, but just something thinking yeah. about, I catch a steelhead, and then it's like it's like it, it's like the way to catch fish for me, steelheading. It's like if I'm focusing on steelhead, I don't catch anything. As soon as I start thinking about like a bird, uh, you or know, like, uh, like uh, maybe pumpernickel is my favorite type of bread. <laughs> Bam! Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking about like my taxes or anything. I'm thinking about pumpernickel 100, percent and that's when the fish hits. That's hilarious. 
No, it's true. That's <laughs> no, a good answer, though, man. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. I I feel like I kind of danced around that without giving you a solid answer. No, no, that's well, no, that's good. I think there's it, there's you know there's there's more than one reason why you fly fish, but I think the beautiful places thing. I mean, we can all agree with that. I mean, we've gotten to see yeah. some pretty rad places even just this last year. Yeah, I guess, sorry. What? Nope. You go. I was gonna say fishing's always been important, and like I just yeah. have a long history with, of making memories through fishing, and yeah. so I just think going into fly fishing was sort of a natural progression, like a way for me to start creating my own memories in fishing, yeah. as opposed to you know the ones that I made with my family and friends when I was younger. It was like a new chapter of fishing for me. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I Which think I'm super glad you guys are a part of. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think I liked what Jason said in Indiana because I, I remember having the same feeling. Mm-hmm. And he articulated it really well when he said, "Like you know, I take new people out on the river. You know, people who lived in Indiana or Indianapolis their whole lives and mm-hmm. never been on the river." And he's like, "And you, you know, you see the change in their face about what does he say? Like half an hour, forty-five minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once yeah. they start seeing." a bird or like the, the sun hitting the water like and it's like whoa this is pretty awesome yeah. and i remember thinking that the first time i went to the credit river i was like i was like wow i'm like 45 40 minutes away from my house yeah in like a city of five million and here i am catching brown trout i was like that's pretty rad yeah so it takes you to like the prettiest places even within places you're already familiar yeah. with. i think that's a great point like if you go to cancun mexico like do you really think you were going to go yeah. catch bonefish like yeah. But there we are, an hour and a half south of Cancun. Yeah, Cancun. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. No thanks, Cancun. That's no the thanks, slogan. Cancun. That's so fly slogan. <laughs> so fly. No thanks, Cancun. Um, <laughs> shit, I should probably hit record. Eh? I forgot to for hit. Forgot to hit record. Oh, I'm just kidding with you guys. Uh, all right, we got number five coming in here, baby. <laughs> Imagine I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Fifth bitchy's fishy. Oh, I, oh man, I forgot to hit record. Um. What fly pattern best represents you? What fly mm. pattern represents you best and why? If you were a fly, what would you be? Mm. What's the Joel Clifton? Uh, so I did think about this one a while ago because I thought about this one when we were in Texas and I don't think my answers changed. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Derek from Indiana yeah. who was talking about sort of like the, the path of uh, your, your, you could say career in fly fishing yeah. and how like, like I feel like I'm at the very beginning and I'm just really excited to fish for anything. Um, and maybe that doesn't change for some, some anglers, maybe it does, but he was saying that, you know, as his sort of relationship with the sport progressed, Mm -hmm. he became more focused on certain species because he liked what was involved with those species. Yeah. Um, does anyone else remember this? Was this Derek talking about this? I think, I think it was, but I, I think I remember something like this. Okay. Anyway, my point is, sorry. Uh, that I'm going to say I'm a woolly bugger because it's versatile and like it, it's just kind of a do it all. And I feel like that's kind of what I want to do at the moment is just yeah. fish for what, what I can, when I can at the moment um, and see you know what works and what doesn't. Do you have a color? Do you know what color you'd be? <sighs> yeah, black, black and yellow, I think. Oh, or, nice. Yeah. Black uh, leech. Black. Yeah, some pretty- nice yeah, black woolly bugger. It's great. It's a great answer, man. Woolly bugger's a great fly. I love woolly buggers. Yeah. I got tie. I got tie a whole mess of them for our trip this week. Yeah, man. I looked at my. I looked at my box. I got to tamagami. I opened it. I think it was the first time in my life. Yeah. Where I didn't have an olive woolly bugger. Oh man. Oh, I was like, what oh. am I gonna do? I'm not gonna catch a single thing. That's because I have <laughs> I all like, your olive woolly buggers. I think I stole it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. 
The versatility of the fly, I think that's a great answer, man. It does re- definitely represent you, I think, as, a, as an angler this year. And, yeah, I think that's an awesome answer, man. That's been a fun run. That's a and it is the, you are the You are in the spring of your fly fishing life. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Well, here's to many more and, uh, trips. Hopefully the, the rivers go back to normal soon. And yeah. We can yeah. Have a summer and I'll catch my first salmon. That'd be so, cool. Very cool. Yeah, you gotta let us know when that happens. Yeah. So that's what's on tap for you right now. You're thinking about that season. You're thinking about salmon. Uh, I'm thinking about getting a flow tube. I just like, I'm trying to find a used one, so I'm just like sitting on it right now. Uh, there's tons of lakes nearby, and like, oh. I can drive my truck to the lake and pop the tube in, and you know, there's like a trout lake. Uh, rainbows. Yeah, so rainbows in the mountains. Rainbows on lakes, like 15 minute drive from here. Uh, and I always so guys that like. Five six o'clock at night, just groups of people out floating in tubes and casting fly rods, and they're having look like they're having a time. Go um, west. You almost know. you almost send them that pop tart you have that inflatable pop tart thing. Oh yeah. Oh, do you want it? Yeah, I don't use it. <laughs> Let's just send it to them. Yeah, do it. It might hurt your back though. Um, here, I'll send you a link to it right now. And on Zoom. it's this really weird like float tube thing that I think Hook A like did a photo shoot for once. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like a it looks like a piece of toast with <laughs> like an inflatable piece of toast and with like a with a kayak paddle. It's super sure. bizarre. And What's you're like the... just, like you're sitting on it. It's all it's all very strange. Yeah. Take it for a rip. Me and me and me and Mitchy both have fish cats. Those things are awesome. I love my fish, fish cat. cat. I also have a, I also have water master, which is amazing. But yeah. like yeah, but in terms of flow tubes, like fish sure, cat. Take it's the pop tart the... out. Like, cool. like yeah. Sorry, it's called the I. Yeah, I'm gonna send it in the chat. It's called the I I cross. Oh, I can just Google it, no? Yeah, you can. Oh, it's in the chat, right? Now. It's in the chat, anyway. If you get chat. Oh, where's the chat? I don't. I don't see. I can Google it. I I cross. Yeah, I cross uh, flyfish.com. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Look at this thing. Uh, it's got straps. I guess that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's got. So you stra- can like, like carry it like a backpack. Yeah. yeah. Versatility. It's it's pretty cool. I just um, don't get the feet thing. Like, is that wouldn't that be uncomfortable? I gotta, we well, gotta try it out, man. We'll, talk, we'll try, try it out. Whoa, there's one of, the, one, of this, one of the models has a, has a chair. Has a chair. Oh. I can't see it. It's not loading. <laughs> Joel's just in the dark. <laughs> oh, you know what, Joel? I might keep it. This looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking because of your back, Yelma. I was like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way that's going to be good. But if you get like a little I will wait until the internet allows me to see it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, hey, we, we, hey, we can't knock this thing. We haven't tried it yet. We're going to try it out bass fishing uh yeah. this this july we'll take it out and see what happens and if it's if it fails the back test we're putting snacks on it guys we'll tell you that right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure it's it's super light that's 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 what's cool about it but, yeah. yeah well rock yeah, and roll nice. well joel i love well, it looks that like you can stand on it that's pretty cool sorry okay we were totally <laughs> topic here. Mount, mountain we're just shop, i'm just shopping now yeah float to mountain lake man I've seen photos of people fishing this, this rainbows. Is not sponsored by iCross. No, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, we got some action action on the iCross website. Oh, whoa! It looks like um like a mattress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. An inflatable yeah. mattress. But the, the the chair, I didn't notice the chair before, and it looks like you can stand on them to cast, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool! It's kind of neat, actually. <laughs> we'll report back the next episode or a couple episodes yeah, from now. Right, listen, right, we'll. Exactly. Everybody listen to see. Yeah, we'll tell because you how we'll it goes. Because we'll have used we'll have used Yilma's eye cross in July pond. sometime. Yeah, on yeah. the bass pond. We'll, we'll we'll report back. Yeah. <laughs> 
but man, that that those rainbows, uh, rainbows on those mountain lakes and flow tubes sounds so sick. So, oh my God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Chan. Yeah, I am looking forward to salmon. That's like my research yeah. is going. My time is going to what's going to happen when mm-hmm. salmon fishing starts. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Radical. I can't even imagine like a kid like a real king salmon. Yeah, and it's like a whole bunch of different kinds of salmon. That's oh yeah, cool. you got them all, baby. Yeah. Cool. So I don't different sizes here. Like they're a little smaller than I thought they would be. So I think people are using like seven, eight, eight single hands for the yeah. chum, and then for the the kings, obviously bigger. Yeah. Well, well figure it out and must look forward to. Let us know how it goes. And, watched a pretty um, cool video about chum salmon because I guess they get a bum rap. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wants to catch the kings. Yeah, but yeah. The, the chums are apparently like crazy fun to catch they're cool yeah they're like super acrobatic pretty flies you need to like strip apparently like strip really quickly like mm. and like that's what my friends are using here he said no he's like no no no, small small flies oh yeah like, mm. like stripping them huh. i have no idea what you guys are talking about so i guess <laughs> anyway that'd be cool man catch it to find out I, I, why yeah. not that looks like they look like cool fish I love how we're all like now we're all emperor. Everybody's dark now except for Joel. Yeah. Joel's got yeah. his light on. It is nighttime now. Um, oh yeah. yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, that's right. We got a time thing here. Um, yeah, significant. We got like a continent's worth of time difference. Yeah. yeah thanks for coming on, baby. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for staying up late to do it. Oh, of course. No. no of course, no man. No problem. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can connect in the near future once the world's gone back to normal, maybe or something. And we'll come bug you. We'll come bug yes, you. Sounds great. You're always welcome. <laughs> Excellent. Everybody, everybody is getting really dark. Thanks, Joel, for coming on. Take I guess care, you man. can turn the light on. Have a good Bye, night, Joel. man. See you, buddy. See you guys later. This is, this is hilarious how dark it is. It's so dark now. I can barely see you guys. We're going at Snagami soon, guys. That's fun. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Guys, we're going to Esnagami Friday. In, on Friday. 14 hours straight north. Get ready for bugs is all I have to say. Oh, yeah, a little float plane trip. And then we're up with uh, Eric Lund. We had him on the show a couple episodes ago. Check that out. Uh, give mm-hmm. it a listen because we're going to be sending some pictures and we're doing stories and having, we're going to have a bu- bu- bunch of fun up there. And we hope that you'll come along with us. Eh? How, how are we? Uh, <laughs> Aldo, do you know what? Oh, look at my teeth. They look really bright. Look good, Yelma. Um, who's driving up? You or Adis? Or which car were you? I think Adis is your drive, right? That's what the consensus. I think we're was. well. We're gonna take. Uh, I think we're gonna take Adis's car, but if not, we'll take the Jeep. Yeah, hop in yeah. the Jeep, and, and then we'll all take uh, turns driving. Yeah, except for you, Yoma. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a bit. I want to get there in one piece. Little speed you know? racer over here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm even worse with this manual transmission. Yeah, I can imagine. So you're like fast and furious. Um, all right, well, that's gonna be fun, guys. 4 a.m. I'll see you guys then. Well, we're, we're guys. I'll see you guys on Thursday. We're gonna have some beers before. For the trip, maybe even yeah, over got, Zoom and, and ch- chat. We do a, do a little quick little uh, trip to drift. Yeah, stock up. Stock up. I think we drift. should. I think we. Although I think, I think we should go Wednesday. Wednesday. I know Mitch is going Thursday, but we can go up twice. But I just don't want to forget anything. I don't want to go and like. For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely don't want to forget nothing, you sure. No, definitely don't want to forget nothing. You don't want okay. to forget nothing. Um. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys because it's been a little while. I saw Aldo briefly a couple weeks ago, but it was a very brief encounter. But Doug Ford said we can hug again, so that's cool. We'll, we'll hug. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're we're we we can't not be in our social circle. Like yeah. we fish together. We we're we're probably. I mean, Yoma's, you know. Yeah. Yoma's the only person I I, I see yeah. other than my girlfriend. Yeah. Who I live with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me too. I haven't seen you. I've just seen stuff for the last two months, and it's been great. But I can't wait to go fishing, catch some fish, 
have some bubblies, and have a good time. I cannot wait. Back to Northern Ontario. And just so you know, just to be at one place for a week. Mm-hmm. It's always nice stringing up your rods and knowing you don't have to take them take down. Them apart. Into the... Dude, oh, yeah, I was no. thinking about that too. Like put them together and just put them against the wall. And it's just like, yeah. okay. And it's just like, all right. It is the small remember, things, you know? Yeah. I remember, you know, Adawap, Scott, even, I don't think I changed. I, I think I might change my flight twice. Yeah, same. <laughs> hey, you know what? I still have you my, check them, um, but... I still have my, inter- oh, my, my sinking. I still have my sinking line from. Good. Bring that shit, man. The day, that, the Aurora Trout day. Okay, bring that. Yeah. Bring okay. it with you. Bring it all, man. Well, is that like a five weight line? It's a seven weight. No, seven oh, okay. weight. I have two, and I have two sevens, so I can. Okay, rock and roll. Just bring it all, baby. You never know what we're gonna need. Um, no, I mean, like I should probably wrap it up in that, and then I can have two. I can have one that's floating with a sink tip, and then my pike one will be the, the sink line. That sounds cool. Two two sinks and a floating. Yeah, that sounds Anyways. cool. Well, it's going to be a fun trip. Everybody stay tuned because we're going to be putting a bunch of videos out. And obviously we're doing a podcast live from Esnagami Lodge. Oh, yeah, baby. And it's going to be fun, man. See you guys and, soon. Uh, you, and you know, like, oh, hi, Brie. Hi, Brie. And, uh, and we're going to be, well, there's Wi-Fi there. So maybe we can uh, maybe we can even do like a little Instagram live or something while we're there. Yeah. A mid-trip around. update. Yeah. Show, oh, people, yeah. show people the lodge. Oh, yeah. that's a great idea. Or oh, maybe on your birthday, Mitch. Oh, Whoa. it's my birthday. It's going to be my birthday. Oh, fuck that shit. What a great place to spend my birthday. That's, that's, that's so like awesome. the best place to spend a birthday. Oh, a fishing out, camp? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's going to be fun, man. Oh, that's so sweet. Jeez. Okay. I'll buy you a lottery ticket again, Mitch. Do it, baby. <laughs> I, it's, the, it's the 14th. This comes out the 15th. I'm going to go edit this podcast now. I'm going to get it ready okay. to upload on SoundCloud. You almost sent me some pictures, baby. And everybody yeah, at so home, thanks we're not for it. coming soon. We're just going to do the just the post, just the, the episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for okay. listening at home, everyone. Um, we hope everybody's doing well out there, and uh, we appreciate. Hey, we got a couple of emails that uh, people saying that they're uh, digging the show and stuff like that. So yeah, if you're having fun listening to the show out there, send us an email and just let us know because we love hearing that stuff. But um, for now, that's it yeah. for me. Oh, Aldo, what do you got to say? I was just saying, yeah, we like uh, Aldo, furthering. Your hair, your hair is so sick. Oh, my hair is insane. I Quarantine love it. Hair. My um. I was just saying I like for furthering the convo. You know, sometimes people yeah. slide into our DMs and stuff and yeah. And um and they're like, Hey, I really, you know, I like the what you said about the this and like this. Tell us what you think about our talking about fly fishing photography. Like what's what do you what do you think about fly fishing photography? Yeah. You know, yeah. like Yeah, I'd love to know opinions chat. so we can chat about them, you know. What are your favorite types of pictures? What pictures do you hate? What makes you I don't know. It's it's art, right? So it's subjective. We love hearing from people just because it's nice to know there's people out there that, that listen sure. and if you like the show it's hey toss us a, a, a hey how's it going um we're happy to yeah email yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm here baby i'm just i'm just texting you back you know <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that's it for me that's it for me mitch aldo bye everybody Woo! <laughs> Yo, ma. bye thanks for listening guys take care <laughs> you can find all of SoFly's content at SoFly.ca. On Instagram, we're at the SoFly Crew. You can reach us at the SoFly Crew at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. On Facebook, we're SoFly, and our podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify.